everyone. Um, I really don't have a topic. I uh, I did my sleep study last night, and um, for the record, it went poorly. I uh, I slept barely four hours. I was very uncomfortable. Uh, the bed was great. It was a like a uh, one of those um, sort of with a pillow top, I mean, the, the bed was fine, and, um, the room was comfortable, and it even had a fan in it, and, um, but, the head stuff was weird, yeah, I mean, uh, they have, they, they put all these head things on me, and then they put this thing in my nose, and I really didn't appreciate that either, um, but I got used to all that, my problem was how open everything was, um, the sleep clinic I went to was in a, um, a hospital, for women and children, and um, I went into, um, I, I went through the front door, uh, there was no security, I mean, there was a security guard, but I didn't even have to sign in with him, uh, I told him that I was being, um, I was doing a sleep study, he passed me right through, anybody could lie to this man, and he would not even, okay, so I go to the sleep clinic part, all the doors are open, they don't, they don't have any of those, um, Things cut off, you know, we have to have a card to get in, and there's no bell to ring. I, I went through two sets of double doors that should have been shut. Um, then um, I pushed through another door, and um, I sign in with the nurse, and she puts me in a room. Um, and then that's when I realized that there was absolutely no- nothing that could prevent somebody from walking into the hospital all the way into my room. And I was really nervous it made me deeply uncomfortable um so I only slept about four hours and I I kept waking up and I mean any noise I heard in the hospital because I mean it was the, the room was secluded but it wasn't secluded enough that I didn't hear like um a couple of bangs in the distance uh anytime my door opened I bolted right up in the bed and you know it was my nurse had to come in and check on me periodically for the study and also, one of the leads on my leg kept coming off, so she had to come in and, and fix that. And she kept telling me I didn't need to wake up, when, but I can't help it. My situational awareness did not allow me not to wake up every time that door opened. And uh, I was just really uncomfortable. And um, So I slept four hours, and then I came home and slept 12 more. That was my sleep study. I don't even know. I got nothing. I hope they got enough. I I really do because I don't want to have to do it again. Um, I found the whole thing uh, deeply uncomfortable. Uh, So um, they didn't put the CPAP thing on me during the middle of it. So... um, I want to think that it went well, you know. So I hope it went well. Anyway, I'm just, I I wasn't thrilled. And I don't know, um, 
I'm really not on board with doing it again. So I hope they got what they needed. Uh, Because I was just deeply uncomfortable with the whole thing. It was just um, not cool. Uh, you know what? I did the, the camera part or the part where I knew they were watching me. It was two ladies. Um, it that wasn't really a problem for me. Uh, I I I expected it to be, but it it really wasn't. Um, my main issue was the fact that my room was so open to the public. I mean, and, and I realized that they would have seen somebody come into my room, but both of the women who were um, on duty, I would not consider them robust or much of a threat. <laughs> Uh, so no, I just I I was really um really unhappy um with the, with the whole thing. I just I I didn't dig it at all. Um, so I hope that uh, uh I don't have to do it again. I hope maybe I can have one at home, like some kind of device I could wear. That would be better. I mean, I would appreciate, you know, that. Anyways, it wasn't the best experience I've ever had, and I, I really have no interest in repeating it. Um, um, so what are you bitches up to? Uh, you know, the thing is, is um, I, I, I don't know uh, how much of it was related to my OCD. Um, and, and how much of it was just... Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It just, I was, the whole thing left me, bleh. Anyways, um, <clears throat> in other news, I, um, I finished the North Star. Um, it's coming in at, let me get over here and open it up, because I don't know, um, I closed it earlier, so I haven't looked at it since I closed it. Um, <clears throat> it's coming in currently at um, 30,855 words, that's before beta, um, so it's not actually a whole lot more material than what those of you who have read the preview have read. Um, because I did give you um, the bulk of it in the preview as a Christmas present last year. Uh, so um, I've cut it off in a place because of the place I've, I've cut it off in. And I think those of you who are very familiar with Stargate Canon will totally get why I cut it off where I did. Um, because the next part, uh, and there will be a next part, um, the next part will open... Um, 
up on um, Atlantis, uh, where there's a very difficult situation ahead. Uh, for those and, and those of you who understand, who are familiar, very familiar with Stargate canon for Atlantis, will understand exactly what's coming next. And so I don't want to spoil it for those of you who don't know, but for those of you who do know, you already know what's coming. So, anyways, um, Dark asked in the in the chat room, "Hey, Kara, you like Annalee Keaton? I love Annalee Keaton. She's one of my favorite authors at Cobblestone. Um, I've never read a single work of hers that I didn't enjoy the absolute fuck out of. Um, she writes uh, great, uh, kinky BDSM. Um, her characters are flawed and um, perfect at the same time. I mean, it's just, she's just a really great writer. Her Pleasure Club series is." Um, a, a bunch of authors, not just her, uh, and they're all um, short erotica, and they're all a lot of fun, and um, they're basically like fantasy pieces where you, like the average citizen submits to the Pleasure Club their fantasy, and another member um, signs up to make that fantasy come true. Um, and then the Pleasure Club arranges the fantasy to take place. Like if you want to to have an experience where you're, um, you know, you're seduced by a vampire, you know, um, another member pretends to be a vampire for you, or if you want to be seduced by a priest, or if you want to be a naughty student in a principal's office. (laughs) It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun to to read those books because um, you have to wonder what the authors um, personally fantasize about. And um, so it's a lot of fun. Her Inferno series is set in a BDSM club. I love that one. Um, I adore the entire Incognito series, but if you only want to read, but if you only read one um, um, Incognito book, I highly recommend Soren Surrender um, because he is a bastard and um watching him fall in love against his will is amazing. I mean it's just it's a really good book. I highly recommend it. Anyways, um enough of that. Uh <clears throat> unless you have more questions cuz I I could go on. But <laughs> if you have any other questions about other books as you're browsing, please feel free to let me know. They are running a a sale right now at 25%. Um, so, uh, off your whole purchase. So now's a great time to buy for yourself, buy yourself some Christmas presents. I posted a link to their Christmas selections earlier on my Facebook. Uh, anyways, where the hell is my dashboard? I'm all time losing shit. There's my dashboard. I have... (laughs) I have like 18 tabs open right now. I'm surprised my computer hasn't double birded me and shut off. Anyways, um, what are you doing? Hello, lady holder. What are you doing? Making coffee. Making coffee. At this time of the night? Hell yes. (laughs) My mother. God love the woman, is on the tail end of the change of life. Before she started menopause, if it got below 80 degrees and there was a, there was a breeze, she was freezing. Now, it's 56 degrees outside. We closed the house up. It's too goddamn hot for her. <laughs> the rest of us are in sweatshirts 
and all, and she's in a T-shirt going, I'm too warm. Everybody else is going, it's freezing in here. Okay? Oh. I have a story about that. I'm premenopausal, for those of you who are um, supremely curious about my personal life. Anyways, um, I'm I've managed to avoid so that one so far, I think. I have um, hot flashes occasionally, and they can last hours. I guess about two weeks ago, it got down to like 30-something, 40-ish. It was 40-ish when I left the house. And um, I wore capris and sandals. <laughs> And a T-shirt, and I carried my uh, my my little red riding cape with me, um, but I really didn't expect to use it. And so I go to the grocery store, right? I'm in the grocery store, and I'm doing my thing. This lady passes by me, and she looks at me. She looks at my feet, and she said, "Oh, honey." <laughs> I said, "It's terrible." She said, "I know. It'll be okay." I said, "I don't think it will." <laughs> and she just took one look at me and knew exactly what was going on. It, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Um, so in those my family, we call those things. The... Go ahead. Oh, go for it. Finish yours. Because your, yours was menopause related, and I, I was ready to move on. Yes. <laughs> no. For, for for my family, what we call those things, the the um, um, we call them power surges. Because the power of evil just surges through my mother every time she gets one of those damn things. She turns the air conditioning down if it's the middle of summer. She opens the doors if it's the middle of winter. The rest of us <laughs> suffer. Okay. And she's sitting there, and this was before dinner, because we, we got her to close the door because of dinner. I wanted my food hot. Um, before dinner, the, the door's open. There's a breeze, by the way. It's a nice breeze, but there's still a breeze. And she's sitting there in her outfit going, it's too hot in here. Let's turn up the fan. Mom. Yeah, she doesn't help. She's, she's not. I'm looking forward to my future and going, fuck no. I moved, to, <laughs> I moved here. I moved back here as an adult for a reason. That white shit that falls from the sky is evil. <laughs> it is evil. Okay. We haven't had any yet. Um they're talking about the swear coloring books in the chat room. I've bought two so far. I've also bought them from my mom. I bought that one that was on sale from my mom and me, and I haven't even seen it yet. Um, uh, but I love those I swear color books. Christmas. They're awesome. I bought it for I, my I love dad them. for Christmas. He dad will love it. For Christmas. Mom laughed hysterically when I told her. <laughs> She'll she, love it. I don't know if he'll color in it, but he'll she love asked it. Me, Does he color? She, she asked me. Um, he hasn't yet. He he retired about two years ago, and um, I swear to God, he managed, he's trying single-handedly to put weight on everybody because he's cooking. Mm. So, yeah, and he's a good cook. He's gone to the puzzles, and I'm about ready to go find him something that will keep his attention for a while. <laughs> but the coloring book if, is something um, I think he'll enjoy. That coloring book you got him. He'll need a blotting page underneath his color pages, um, so make sure to include some white paper oh. for him out of your printer. Just just okay. tuck them in there. He'll need three or four sheets mm-hmm. just to keep his pages clean. Um, but I highly recommend that you buy him some Sharpies. Yay. Buy him Sharpies. Uh, Sharpies. Buy him a, a set with a thick tip and a set with a thin tip. I actually bought him pencils this time. So um. what birthday is in a month? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't pick the black color pencils for the sweary book, but he might. You never know. Well, the thing is, is um, I what I the way I figure it is, um, his birthday is actually a month and a half after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm just gonna, if he likes it, I'll invest yeah. in the pens. Right now, the pencils yeah. are sufficient. Also, you if know? you have a Staples, they normally run sales on. Uh, they're stationary after Christmas, and their Sharpies will be ten dollars mm-hmm. a pack. That's like fifteen twenty yeah, percent off. That's craziness. I know. Awesome. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm over there scouting it out already just to make sure I can, you know, <laughs> get the colors I'm in. Get a refill. Also, if he likes pens, there's a really awesome set of pens I, rec- I can recommend to you. Um, if he likes the coloring, is that the one that um, fades? Is that the fading one? The one where you? No, I haven't. I haven't um, bought those because they're super. They're they're stupid expensive. But I really enjoy the Stadler. The, the Stadler pens. I can get you a link later. Remind me if he likes okay. it. Okay. Um, uh, but what I was going to say is, for oh, those by of the you way, keeping track of my start my Starbucks um, saga, I went into Starbucks and uh, Fetus was behind the counter, and he said, "Hey, old lady, I, I thought it was mean lady." I, Oh, he said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And he ran away. <laughs> he was over there hiding by the drive-thru. And he said, I'm paying for her coffee. Don't let her hurt me. Old. Oh, Old. Yeah. Now, granted... Fetus is young enough that he could be my child, but that is beside the point. <laughs> but I did let him buy my coffee. Wait, he gets it at a discount. I don't. He gets a hell of a discount, if I remember right. <sighs> so I got my coffee, okay. and I was even. I said, "Thank you, Fetus." He said, "You're welcome." <laughs> he still didn't come out though. You know. Oh. That boy. You do need to put extra coffee in the frappuccino. And it's because the frappuccino syrup is so sweet. If you put extra coffee in it, it really cuts the sweet out. And it gives you a really nice flavor. There's a reason why Always I put extra uh, six on Six pumps of frapp roast. Six pumps. Um, okay, I'll try for that one. Because honestly, I just get a double vente. And then caramel frappuccino. So, yeah, good stuff. Because the, it usually mm. comes with four pumps of frap roast. Um, and um, it's, but if you get six, it really, um, inc- it, it, it doesn't make it uh, too, too coffee, uh, coffee flavor, for those of you who don't appreciate coffee. And a lot of people who get frappuccinos don't really appreciate coffee as much as me. Um, Weirdos. I know, right? Uh, but it does give you um, a better base, and it cuts the sweet a lot, and I appreciate that. <clears throat> I like a flat white, um, but I want to go to Starbucks for Frappuccinos because uh, I don't like the way they make the rest of their coffee. I don't like their lattes. I don't like their um, – I hate their flat white. Uh their coffee always has a burnt edge to it. This is why I, I like the frat roast because it's um, it's taken immediately and it, it's 
cooled because they put it in fraps, so it's not. Uh, I just don't like the, the, the regular coffee at all. Um, and um, if, if I'm gonna, you know, sit down with a, a with a flat white, it's gonna be at a genuine coffee shop. <laughs> <You know? laughs> now I have occasionally bought hot chocolate from Starbucks, and that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, um, my mom had her birthday this week and being my mother, she goes, I don't want any gifts, which I grandly ignored wholeheartedly and without shame. And (laughs) my mom, well, my mom has enough crap, so I didn't get her anything that would basically be sticking around. I went to, uh, Trader Joe's and I went to, um, um, World Market, and they they both have what my family calls nibbles, which are basically those little sample things that you can try, and you know they have they're they're cheap. So I basically went through and I found a whole bunch of little things that my mom could try and enjoy, and sometimes I know she already likes them, and um, I basically filled up a. Um, thing of, of a gift bag with those and two bottles of wine and gave it to her. And, you know, I, I arrive at my mom and dad's place. I hand my mom the bag of, of or the, the, the grocery bag full of chips that I've been, you know, designated. This is what you will bring to our, our thing. Okay, here's the chips. Happy birthday. Use the other hand. And I get a death glare. It's like, you really expect us not to do something? Really? Come on, Mom. Fine, whatever. She looks in. Oh, I like all of this. Okay. Thanks, Mom. You know. Then, you know, afterwards, um, we're showing my dad everything, and he's going through going, this is yours, this is yours, this is yours. By the way, the, it started out smoked salmon, salmon pate, um, I think it was uh, pomegranate and lime cashews. And all this is mom's. We get to the um, chocolate and caramel, and that gets pulled out of there. And he gets he puts it on his chest and goes, mine. <laughs> I'm not going to share it with my mother. It's her gift. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Everything else she apparently can have. He just wants the, the uh, caramels. So, oh, what's the temp out by you, by the way? Um, it is currently 43. Oh, you're a little bit warmer than us then, or colder than us, I should say. We're, I'm about 51, 52. The only thing I can be really happy on is it's not raining. By the way, as soon as you said the the, the news about um, uh, the North Star, if my hands weren't full, I'd have been checking my phone to check my email. <laughs> I haven't done my read through and, and and grammar check, so it's not ready for beta yet. <clears throat> I checked it as soon as I got on my phone or on my computer. Oh. <laughs> 
Jilly comments that it's 44 degrees out by her. And no, Jilly, it's really not. Um, Costco. Melody, Melody asked, asked about anyone know the place? Go ahead. You were going to read the whole thing. I, I was just going to. I get, um, I get um, um, salmon at Costco all the time. It, it's not bad at all. Um, if you have a Whole Foods <clears throat> um, or an Earth Fair. Um, if I remember right, Melody's in my section of the, the country. So she should have a Whole Foods. Yeah, she should have a Whole Foods. You know, the whole country's cold. Moby Pocket is for um, Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, PDF is for your computer. EPUB is for Nook. <laughs> I think if my husband has has not given in to the oh so subtle um, uh, hints that I've been giving him and get me a new keyboard, I'm buying one as soon as Christmas is over. Fifty two and clear. Uh, lit format is. It's an old digital format that really isn't being used yeah. anymore. It was Microsoft Reader. Um, you you don't need lit. Mm-mm. But if you have some lit formats, you can, um, as long as they're not uh, protected, you can change them into um, uh, PDFs or EPUBs or Mobis through, I'm, I'm using Calibrator. Ever how you say that? Calibrate, yeah. Calibre. Calibre. Is, is, is that how you would say it? Mm-hmm. That's how I've never said yes. it. <laughs> well, the thing is, is we all, we, I mean, most of us are readers. We read words. We figure out what it, it possibly sounds like. It's only once you say it that you learn Caliber? pronunciations. Really? Caliber? Caliber. Who knew? I <laughs> Calibre. Okay. Oh, the Whatever. creator commented on his blog about it. That makes sense. <laughs> But everybody was pronouncing it. (laughs) Hey, whatever. I'm probably still going to call the damn thing Calibre. But if you are a person, if you're a person who reads exclusively on their computer, um, I would buy the PDF. Um, Now, with their newer titles, you get a zip file and you get all the formats. You get EPUB, Mobi, Mm -hmm. and PDF, so you don't have to worry about it. You'll have your um, um, you'll have plenty of options. That being said, the publisher will exchange a format if you need to. Cause I've done that too. <clears throat> Cause I bought the wrong one once. It happens. I couldn't figure out why that shit wouldn't work on my 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 Kindle. It was an EPUB. <laughs> EPUBs don't work on Kindle. <laughs> At least the old Kindle. Yeah. I'm not sure about my Fire. I haven't tried it. Um. 
Jeep says um, oh. she uses Moon Reader on the phone, which handles different formats. EPUB is for Nook. Moby is for Kindle. Um, if you have um, an iPad and you use iBooks, you'd want to buy an EPUB. <coughs> or if you have an iPhone, you'd want to buy an, an, an EPUB. <coughs> Although, ha- considering how um, small the iPhone uh, screen is. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> That's a tiny phone to be reading on. Yeah. Every single one of them seemed to be itsy bitsy teeny tiny little things. Jilly asks, are you guys smoking something? Yeah, but you have an iPhone Plus. Mm hmm. My mom's phone is tiny. I have a small phone by choice. iPhones, you don't have much of a choice. You either have... You either a small one or a giant one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you either have microscopic or decent. There's no in-between. I have a Galaxy Edge right now. Um, if I had to do it over again, I would have gotten the regular um, Galaxy 7 um, mm-hmm. because I don't use the edges at all. So it was a waste yeah, of... I have, a, um, Start up, huh? <laughs> I have a Galaxy S7. <sighs> now, Jeep, is the Moon Reader available um, on Android and Apple um, Store, or is it just um, Android? Do you know? Okay, they're, they're checking. Um, I keep trying to gender you, Jeep, and I don't know if you're a boy or a girl. I ne- I've never asked. So I kept going. I, I kept like stopping from saying he or she. She. Okay. Great. Thank you. Because <laughs> I don't want to assume. It's it, it's rude to assume. So mm-hmm. I I try very hard not to assume somebody's gender. Um, and so. Um, well, you did pick a heck of a neutral name. That's for certain. <laughs> you know, I I'd have I'd have probably gone with they and just been done with it because. They, I was yeah. saying they, and it was weird because it, it, it felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't, be, you know, it was kind of, I don't know, it just felt weird. So she, thank you. Um, but uh, the, well, the, you know, actually, um, I learned not to do that from um, having a very embarrassing situation happen where I misgendered somebody um, in a conversation face to face. That's right. I misgendered somebody to their face, to literally to their face. And um, I don't think that, um, I think that, you, I don't know how you say XIR. Is it, is, I think I do it as year. Zilli, I'm Jilly. Do you know? Because <laughs> she used it in her fic. The thing is, is I think some yeah. people, it's, it's not a common term as yet. And people would find it, I think mm-hmm. most people that I know on a regular basis would find it confusing. One of the um, many, many, many years ago, 
my sister and I and my parents were at um, were at a, uh, an arts festival, and we were walking along, and a bunch of, of kids walked by who I now recognize as probably being in their teens, and one of them was incredibly androgynous. I mean, not a curve to be found, very straight up and down, but the face didn't quite match the straight up and down. And my sister, who still hadn't discovered her inside voice, leans over to my mom and goes, is that a boy or a girl? Oh, God. And my mom goes, doesn't matter. That's them. And the androgynous person turned around and goes, I'm a girl. And my sister had all her head, her, all her blood rushed to her head and she blushed. But it was very much, it's funny now because we couldn't tell. But it was very much a case of unless they tell me, I'm not going to ask. You know, but my sister didn't know. So she was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Well, I have been told that it's okay to ask, that it's better to ask than assume. Yeah, I can I can get that. <coughs> so when I have not known, um <clears throat> I ask them which pronouns they prefer. <laughs> mhm. That's just that's just the best way I can think to ask it, you know. Um, it's not, are you a boy or a girl? It's which pronoun do you prefer? We have a couple people in the the office who, um, if I didn't see them, because, I mean, I've hung around this office for five years now, and you pretty much see where everybody visits on occasion. So, you know, assigning pronouns is, is reasonably easy at that point. But if I don't know somebody, I... I'll either wait to find out what what prona, pronoun that they assign themselves, or I'll screw up the courage and ask. You know, it's um, yeah. <laughs> Jilly hmm. says the only moon reader she could find in the app store was definitely not for reading books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what it's for. Call it for the best. Okay, Kat. I don't care how cute you look at me. This is not yours. Farragut likes popcorn. <laughs> I am I am pouring out some popcorn out of the bag. And understand, he will eat the dry popcorn that I, when I make hot buttered popcorn at the house. He honestly prefers smart foods, um, cheddar popcorn, just like I do. He wanted to stick his head in my bowl. My popcorn. Let's see. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need to charm the moon. The moon is already charming. Yeah, I would never ask somebody if they have a dick. Unless I wanted to sit on it. 
Um, and that's an entirely different conversation you have with somebody, <laughs> not someone you have with a stranger or someone you're casually, you know, acquainted with. I actually have been pissed off enough that I almost forgot myself and asked them, uh, asked the person if they were circumcised because I knew it was a male. <laughs> and the reason I was going to ask is if he said no, I said, okay, then rem- remember to pull your foreskin across away from your mouth and your ears because apparently you're a dick. <laughs> he was pissing me off that hard. <sighs> Um, Dark uh, Evanescence asks, um, is there a way to make a PDF read with a high contrast Internet Explorer black background white text? Or an example? Um, I don't know. I have a a link for you, Dark, that you can try out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I deployed I know, I my use, Google um, Foo. <laughs> good for you. I can I can change mine on my reader, my because uh, I have Kindle, and I can flip mine so that way it's um, black background, white text, uh, sepia tone background, um, dark brown text, white background, black text, and then blue, I believe. Yeah, I can do that with my Kindle Fire as well. Um, the link I sent you, Dark, should work for PDF eBooks across the board because they're not scanned; they're made with a text OCR. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if it works. Let us know. Anyway, <clears throat> oh, I. Uh, Oh no, I'm I'm really irritated about this whole sleep clinic thing, and uh, it it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. And um... yeah, I was reading it, and it's like, did you at least talk to them about why you were not happy with, or at least able to relax again? I um I filled out a survey, yeah, and I was just it was um I was just deeply uncomfortable, and it's not you know the thing is is I'm sure because when you, when you think about it when you're in a hospital. The security is really lax in a hospital, and anybody can walk into your room. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, um, I'm just, and this is personal for me. This is a very personal thing. Um, oh, yeah. And you can't expect facilities operating the way that they do to change their operating procedures for you personally, and I understand that. Um, but I was honest about why I couldn't sleep, because I think that was important a part of my sleep study. You know, to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. the situation made me so uncomfortable that I couldn't sleep after I took two trazodone. Yeah. Yeah, I took, um, my trazodone is 50 milligrams a tablet. I took 100 milligrams of trazodone and only slept four hours. No wonder you slept 12 when you got home and you were safe. Yeah. I'm surprised you Oh, Dark says this got con- the, the, the contrast thing works. For those of you who have PDFs, you want to read in contrast, just um, go into your settings and accessibility, and you'll find um, ways to change the color. <clears throat> cool. 
talked about, you know, last night mm-hmm. about um, planning fix, and you're a panzer um, for the most part. I mean, I'm sure you have some kind of mental plan in your head going on, right? I mean, there's a plan oh, yeah. there, right? Okay. Because sure <laughs> I don't really understand the panzer um, perspective, because I'm not a panzer. Um, I can no. pants. Um, I find it a very um, difficult experience, but I learned to do it. I forced myself to learn to pants, because um there have been situations in my past where um, I had deadlines to meet and my, my traditional process um, was hindered by um, the deadline and the time that I had to, mm-hmm. to put together a work. Um, I once had an opportunity to participate in a uh, print anthology and they wanted 25K from me in three weeks. I just screamed. I had to say no, but at the time, I did not believe that I could do it, and I was really te- it was really upsetting to miss out on the opportunity, mostly because I, I would have gotten a $2,000 advance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nothing to sneeze at. Um, no. So, um, I, I, I went through some writing exercises, and I literally taught myself to pants, um, and there are examples of my pantsing on my site. Um, for instance, Birth mm-hmm. of the Serpent King was pantsed. Yeah, you've said, and I my reaction to that is it's a really coherent for for um, as off the cuff as you, as you've said it is. Oh yeah, okay. it's completely off the cuff. Um, I mean, it was. Um, I had to pause several times and like, okay what's the name of that person again? And I'll go look it up. And I don't do shit like that. Oh, yeah, I it was really thing. uncomfortable. Um, and then of course it went through, you know, my personal read through and I fixed some areas that were problems and then it went through beta. Um, so it, you know, it not like I feel a rough draft up. Um, but, uh, but pantsing is um, not my, um, my native process, so to speak. So um, no. doing it is, but I do also believe that it's something that you need to be able to do on the fly, especially if you want to not miss out on money opportunities. Now, the next time that opportunity came around, I actually had two months um, to to do it, and I did, and I did get my $2,000, but I could have had four. I'm just saying. I'm not being greedy here. <laughs> I could have had four. <laughs> Well, the thing for me is when it comes to to pantsing, I am a lot more coherent, and I'm not a pure pantser anymore. I'm just not as... I'm a bad influence. ...in detail. Yes, you are. Um, But it's a (laughs) hell of an influence. Uh, No, I'm not as... I'm not as in detail as you are, okay? Okay. I don't have the umpteen uh, different levels of of books and and the like that you do, okay, when it comes to your stuff. Um, For me, it's the the, um, outlines I have up on Rough Trade are legitimately about as detailed as I get, (laughs) okay? 
Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, and for me, it's these are the emotional highlights I want to hit, and that's how I do it. And it works out well because I can at least go through there and say, okay, I know this is where I wanted to go. And so that's what I do. And, um, yeah, that's, I, I guess that's what I'm, you know, um, I know what I want to get out of it. Um, the closest I, I think I've come recently to actually detailing anything out was I got on, I was driving home, I got an idea. I clicked on the um, recording function of my phone and spent a good chunk of my drive home laying out what I wanted to have happen for the next bit. See, that's really fun. And isn't it awesome? Because um, I love recording in my car when, when, I, when I have an idea. It's just, it, um, it's, it's really, really mm-hmm. super helpful. It was, and it did what exactly what I wanted it to do. Now, I will admit I still didn't use everything, okay? Um, as I was writing, I found that the idea I had come up with had all the tension of a wet paper sack, so I changed it, and it came out better. You know, it didn't work. You know, there, I was trying to write what what I had originally you know dreamed up of, and it's like, no, this is boring. Let me go find something else. And yeah, it worked out a lot better the second time around. Because otherwise, to give an idea, instead of uh, Tony finding spaceships and VPMs and a semi-sentient computer, he would have found a um, um, uh, an ascension experiment that would have force-fed him months of meditation so that way he could have ascended. And that just didn't quite work right for me. Um, I'm answering um, Chestnut Nola's question tomorrow. It's about external and internal motivations. I'm going to do a whole um, um, show on it tomorrow. I didn't know if I was going to do a show tonight and because of um, the sleep clinic and, you know, and just of how everything was going to work. So I did one Thursday, um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to do mm-hmm. one tonight, so I scheduled that question to be answered on Sunday. That way uh, Chestnut would be able to be in the chat room if she wanted to be. I just gendered her, I, I just gendered them, and I don't know who they – what. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I assumed a she. I think she commented. I, I think so. I think they commented think so. that on Facebook that they that they are a she. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dark! I hope you had a good one. Yes. But um, yeah. So you know, it's just a um. It's a thing. It's a thing um, that um, being a planner um, can sometimes interfere. And I think that uh, with the creative process, like, you know, like I was discussing last night, and my problems with synthetic um, is that um, I wanted one thing and planned for another, and it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, well, for me. It- when you when you started talking about it and I started paying attention to it um, in that manner, it's like you 
you planned this really grand, huge world, and then you lock yourself in a room and only let yourself talk about that room. I know. It's uh, it's, and it's the rest really of, annoying. It's really annoying. And the rest of the yeah, and the rest of the world is sitting there outside of the room, knocking on the window, going, "Dude, we're here. Come on, we're here, dude. We're here. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Come on out. Let's go play." And you're going, "No, I want to stay in the room." And it, the room finally, you, the world finally said, "Suck it," and broke a window. <laughs> <laughs> it did. That's exactly what happened. I'm, I'm just, I'm really unhappy with myself, but, um, but I'll get over it. I, I'll, um, I'll figure it out. Hey. Um. You unlock, you unlock the window, you unlock the doors, you're out in the world, you're exploring. So, you know, what we'll get out of it should be, um, should be that grand world building that you hinted at around the edges. You know, um, I'm looking forward to it, you know, no matter how far in the future it happens to be. So, yeah. Hmm. Everybody's wishing Dark a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dark. So, let's see. Wow. Um, Anything else interesting? Um, I don't think I, you know, there's, you, you've commented that you are this only OCD. And honestly, I'm, I'm not 100% certain if, if me and Az are the only two who aren't in, in the group or not. <laughs> but um, I don't... I try not to have certain things um, restricted to say, you know, this is what I have to have to be able to do stuff. Um, but I'm much more comfortable writing when I'm out and about, you know, and, and um, you know, it, either sitting in the Denny's, which, you know, really is not a really good place to write porn because little kids look over your shoulder. Um, it's so annoying. <laughs> it's so freaky. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'd rather do that in Starbucks. People seem to ignore you more there. Um, I'll write in Starbucks. Uh, I'll write at my local, you know, um, uh, Denny's where they look at me and, and the, the, the people who are there all kind of basically go, Oh hey, you know you're you're here again. Um, you know, is your spouse home? No, he's he's still out. Okay. Well, um, do you need a table with a plug? <laughs> oh, I'm good. Okay. And I break out my writing stuff, and their their reaction is, let us know when you want something. We'll we'll come over and you know get you your food. Okay. Thanks, awfully. And I'll sit there for hours and write. Yeah. So. As comments that she writes at church, old church ladies over the shoulder are worse than kids. Yes, the problem is is that the old church ladies will probably just look at you and give you the hairy eyeball if you write something entertaining. Little kids will go, Mom, what is 
C-O-C-K spell? <laughs> I've had I that experience. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> it, but it, it wasn't cock. It was pussy. Um, <laughs> and um, the woman looked at me, and she said, how dare you have that out in public? I said, how dare you have a kid who can't mind their own business? Mm-hmm. And her mouth dropped open. And, yeah, and I, wasn't, um, it was, I was in my circle of riders. I was just on the corner, and um, mm-hmm. the kid was leaning against their table, but looking at my computer, and because I do have um, uh, vision issues and headaches, um, I tend to write mm-hmm. at 16 point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was pretty big on the screen, and but that's my shit. I shouldn't have to monitor somebody else's fucking kids. Yes. Well, <laughs> mommy, why is Iron Man looking Captain America's butt? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that woman was just <laughs> horrified. And um, oh, it was just, I was like, your kid's not my responsibility, and you should be teaching them not to mm-hmm. look at people's stuff. Uh-huh. <sighs> well, Jeep comments, Jeep um, asked me how I write. Because I, I have um, an actual pen that will will translate my handwriting into text, and then I also I also do writing on a computer. So I've been known to break out the tablet and actually edit and stuff. And you know I've got the the um, you know the 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 pen there for when I want to write a little bit. So I I'll sometimes have three different things going on at the same time where I may be chatting with people on my phone. I've got my tablet open for editing and I've got my, my um, uh, notebook and the pen out so that way I can write. And I'll just go through all of them in a rotating basis so that way I have something you know to keep me going. <laughs> I can write. Um, I, I haven't... Uh... I have Word installed on my um, Word mm-hmm. Mobile installed on my Kindle Fire, and I have a little keyboard that I can Bluetooth into it, so I can write on that. Um, I carry notebooks mm-hmm. with me, and um, if I'm going to be out for a while, I'll call, um, I'll bring my laptop just in case. And sometimes I'll leave it tucked in my mm-hmm. car in the um, in the back seat. Um, so if I need it, I'll just go out and get it, you know, because I hate to need it and not mm-hmm. have it. Yep. And I carry a big backpack. I have a Last I'll save my backpack. Um, I love my backpack. It's a Samsonite. It's awesome. It has all kinds of pockets and stuff. Um, and um, my mom bought it for me last year for my birthday. Uh, and so it's easy to tuck behind my driver's seat. It doesn't get knocked around because it's fat enough that it kind of tucks in, you know, mm-hmm. into the well, the, the foot well, so it doesn't get knocked around in the back seat. Um, and if, if I'm going to leave the house for more than two hours, I'm carrying my laptop. I have my um, handbag of holding. I have and one I just too. switched over to. <laughs> yeah, I just switched over to my my black one because the um, the canvas one that I have is basically four servers for me. So, um, outside that, I have the 
the tablet's in there, and my notebook is currently in there. And that's actually only one of three notebooks that I, I can routinely carry because they all go to different stories at this point. So, yeah. I had to buy a new um, Bluetooth keyboard because um, <clears throat> my other one broke. So this time I bought one that folded, and it's really cool. It has a little ledge to stick my Kindle Fire on. Um, cool. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> now, there are a couple of different foldables, and I had one that I loved, but it, it turned out to be not so sturdy. Hmm. Um, and I broke it, so... This time when I bought one, I bought um, one that folded a little bit different. It, it The one that I had folded in half, and it did not work out. It was not a good choice. Um, but now I have um, the, ba- the bat top upgrade foldable. I'll give you guys a link. And it's really cool. It, it folds in three. Hmm. So the the keyboard yeah. folds together, and it has a little magnet to keep it in place so I don't break keys, which is what I did on the other one. Hmm. That's cool. Is, is Jack still hanging around you? All the time? Jack is um, behind me. Um, can you hear him? No. The reason I, I, I bring it up is because Farragut is sitting beside me and I was concentrating on the stuff on the computer screen, in other words, chat and stuff. And I didn't realize he was feeling ignored until I felt two sets of paws worth of claws hook into my um, shirt and tug because he wanted my attention. Jack is currently washing his feet. My dog has seen this state. I just finished reading um, Barbara's comment that um, Barbara said she was reading um, Ties That Bind on a Plane once and ended up giving the guy sitting beside me the link. She thought it was hysterical. Frankly, so do I. <laughs> I hope he enjoyed it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's just great. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I really enjoy my new keyboard. It works for Android mm-hmm. and iPhone. Um, hmm. I guess. It definitely works on Android. I've I've used it on my phone and on my Kindle, um, which and 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 Kindle is Android based. But they might have an iPhone version because this new one doesn't seem to be um, compatible with the iPhone. Anyways, um, I really appreciate my new keyboard. It's awesome. And it's different. Okay, that's cool. But I would say also that I have small hands. Yes. 
um, I uh, have um, my biggest finger ring is a size seven, and my pinky's a size two. I wear a seven on my thumb. Um, no. My ring finger is a six, and the and my other two fingers are six and a half. Um, I have um really small hands. So, um, but they're not like freakishly small, like Cheeto, but I'm a girl. So I know I'm allowed to have small hands, but they fit me. I'm a petite person. I'm, I'm only five, four. Um, so if you have large hands, you might not appreciate the keyboard that I just posted about because it doesn't have the spread of even a, um, laptop. Huh? It has, yeah, no, in fact, the keyboard is the length of my Kindle Fire, and my Kindle Fire is an 8. I have an HD 8. Yeah, no, um, I, um, yes, I, I do have day hands, but they are mighty. I can punch somebody just as hard as anybody else. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that, but you might actually just come up, um, to what is going on on your end? Knuckles. What? Me? I yeah, you some, something happened and I didn't understand a word you just said. Oh no. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. It was really okay. weird. Um that was weird then. I don't know cuz I was just what I was just going to say is you might actually come up between my first and second knuckles. <laughs> God, you're tiny. <laughs> Yeah. And then again, so is my sister and Yeah. I've been, you know, I've thought about the flexible keyboard, the one you can roll up. I just don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. So Julie, I would appreciate it if you would if if, if you would try it out and, and let us know how it works. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because I would love to have a flexible one um cuz they have a wide spread and I appreciate that. Um I just don't know how it, how it would work. So I'm 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 really curious. Um, maybe, maybe I'll ask you one for Christmas and try it out. There's a thought. Christine says she can extend two octaves over her keyboard. Um, I barely could probably do one. I can't wrap yeah. my hand around a can of Coke if that helps visualize what I got going on over here. <laughs> now, I can hold a can of Coke, obviously, but I can't wrap my hand around it and my fingers meet. Um, well, I frankly can I, but you know, at least I don't think I can. I don't have a can of Coke to check. Um, I also can't wrap my hand around a uh, 20-ounce that's probably normal. That's normal. I'm trying to figure out something that would give you guys a better. I can't think of anything. Hmm. So, when you hold your your um your phone and you've got it in your hand, is it a stretch to 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 from from top to bottom? to reach 
What do you mean? I mean, if you put the, the palm of your hand on the bottom of the phone, how much over the, the top will you reach? It doesn't. Yeah, you've got very small hands. I have a Galaxy 7S Edge, and if I put mm-hmm. my phone on my hand and rest the bottom on the palm, I can't see the top of my fingers. Oh, <laughs> you're you're gonna hate this because I've got this. I've got the Galaxy Seven. I don't have the Note. Um, my middle finger. Um, it's halfway between my second and third knuckle. Okay, so apparently the uh, yeah. um. I do have a uh, measuring yeah. tape somewhere. Jillian, <laughs> Jillian and I are about the same then. Let I'm me measure this for you. Inches, just... but... <laughs> okay. From my palm, the bottom of my palm, to the top of my middle finger, Six inches. No, a little under six inches. <laughs> so, if you have small hands, that keyboard I pointed out to you will work really well. But if you have hands bigger than that, I, I don't recommend it because it'll give you cramps. It'll give you like palm cramps. It's weird. Yeah, no. This is me breaking out the weird stuff to figure out the the measurements here. Okay. I have no damn idea. I don't have a... Rogue says hers is... um, um, Rogue has an 8-inch reach. Um, 7 or (laughs) 8? Now Christine's going to (laughs) measure. Everybody get out their ruler. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for, actually. Weird Weird shit we do on the podcast. That that's how I should tag this. Um, but no, you know, um, I, I've always had small hands, and um, it's um, it can be kind of irritating um, mm-hmm. because it uh, so sometimes it's just it's it's very uh, I, I'm short um, inconvenient when when I went um, it's very inconvenient when I'm, last time I went grocery shopping. Um, because I was shopping just a little bit before Thanksgiving, a lot of the, sh- the shelves weren't um, stocked uh, to the front, and I had a hard time finding products. I had to borrow three husbands. <laughs> the first time it happened, okay. I needed some um, some chicken broth, and it was, uh, number one, I'm short, so obviously, you know, I'm up on my tiptoes trying to get this, and my fingers are short, so... My reach is not as good. Um, and finally I get up and I turn to this woman who was um, browsing just a little bit down. And she had a husband. He was, he was at the basket like a proper husband should be. I said, I need to borrow your husband. <laughs> and she, she looked at me and she said, short girl problems. I said, short girl problems. And she said, honey, come get this stuff for this lady. 
<laughs> and then I had them two more times, two more times, two different men, but three different men. Um, I um I brought three different husbands. Um, so it was really annoying. I bet. I have been the nice Dart, person. Um, Dart, do you have your fingers together? I have to measure that now because I don't. You know, as much fucking stuff as the husband has in this house, why the hell doesn't he have things where I can find them and be convenient? Yeah, I'm I'm barely I'm just a little bit under six inches from palm to tip, and my, the width of my hand is just three inches from <laughs> from my pinky to my pointer. Okay, where's my regular? is about as best as I'm going to get right now, I think. From the tip of my pinky College to rule. my thumb is five inches. Okay. College rule paper, which is normally, what, eight and a half by 11? Oh, good. Good thought. Okay. The width of college rule paper, the college rule notebook, actually, Uh, if I put <laughs> Eddie my thumb, <laughs> if, if I put my um, my my wingspan, if you will, if I put my thumb the the end of my thumb um, on one side of the paper and extend all the way out. I'm a quarter inch from the edge of the eight and a half paper. Good so Lord. My... <laughs> yeah. That's about as close as I've got here. And then palm to tip of the finger is probably about an inch and a half. So, yeah. Top of the middle finger. So I've got huge hands. Uh, fingernails, because I have fakes, um, and I just got them done. I actually hang slightly over the edge. So, yeah, I've got big hands. But then again, I'm also six foot, or almost uh, six feet tall at five, five foot ten inches. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're proportional. Yep. Yeah, as Barb says, I'm not a short woman. Not so much, no. Or to to use another example, I would really have to get some serious shortening done if I had wanted to be a dwarf on The Hobbit. I don't even know. 
Okay, I'm still curious. Why the hell don't I have an actual ruler in this house? <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> well, I think actually I cleaned recently and I put everything away because, you know, it doesn't belong in the house. Buckering corn swaddles. Yeah, I never got my sewing measuring tape, too. <laughs> I don't have one of those, actually. Weirdly. That is weird. Well, I don't sew. Oh, that, that's even weirder, actually. Really? Yeah. Really, truly. Sewing is one of the first things I learned, um, actually. Uh, I started um, my grandma, um, which is probably, you know, not necessarily the safest thing because I was only five. Um, but she was quilting, and I wanted to help, and she didn't want me to mess up her quilt. So she gave me a whole bunch of little squares and taught me how to quilt and threaded me a needle and let me go. <laughs> how many times did you stab yourself? I didn't. Good for you. She taught me how to do it and taught me how, and she and she gave me a, a, a thimble, which kept falling off my finger, um, until she gave me mm-hmm. a, a thick rubber one that um, that kind of stuck because of suction. Um, Hot damn. And um, I, uh, I, found I, sat with her, I, I sat with her every day that summer and, and quilted on my little quilt. And um, I got all my squares together, and, of course, it was all you know, misshapen, and it wasn't actually a square when I got mm-hmm. done. Um, but she trimmed off all of um, the extra material and shaped it up into a square, and then she put it in a frame, and then I quilted it in the frame. And um, I think I finished it uh, when I was seven, and we put it in. Um, she sewed the outside. Um, she did the edging for the outside. And um, it ended up, um, I gave it to uh, one of my aunts as a baby present. Because it was just the right size for a baby. Cool. She still has that quilt, actually. Um, She, uh, it's, uh, I think it ended up being, um, it was a baby quilt size. It, it, I think it was 40 blocks across and 80 blocks down. And they were tiny blocks. They were small blocks. Um, so hmm. probably four by eight feet. And I was cool. seven. And, and the stitching is terrible. Um, but she still has it. And uh, she keeps it in her hope chest with a couple of other quilts. And um, she said uh, she'd never part with it. And it was it was really nice. Um, yeah, I, cool. I quilted it for her, for her baby, um, her last baby, as a matter of fact. He's an asshole. I don't think he deserved my first quilt. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. 
then I made pillows. I made all my aunts and my mom pillows. Um, like, you know, I quilted blocks together, and then um, I quilted mm-hmm. the top in a little frame and then we put a back on it and I stuffed it. Um I made pillows for Christmas one year. Um Let's see. You know what's really and that what's really interesting when we, we start going off on on these tangents is where we actually have to get the answers once we figure it out what we're talking about because <laughs> I had to find out the damn answer. <sighs> I don't remember See, where I, I learned about hands. Barbara's a little bit bigger than mm-hmm. me. But... I've got stuff for cross-stitching. I actually have a lot of stuff for cross-stitching if I ever pick it back up. Um, that was something that I enjoyed when I was doing it. Um, I I have odds and ends of hobbies that I pick up every once in a while, so I've got the stuff for them, but I don't really do much. My hobby seems to be writing, and that seems to be what's sticking well, so. for me, yeah, I mean, um, writing is my biggest, um, my my biggest personal endeavor. Um, mm-hmm. But I quilt when I'm stressed. Uh, I have been working on a wedding ring quilt since before I got married. But in my defense, a wedding ring quilt is not the kind of project that you can do on your own speedily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, I normally only quilt. In the winter time, because there's nothing more annoying than sitting with a mass of quilts on your lap, and it's fucking eighty mm. degrees outside. Oh, that's uncomfortable sounding. Yeah. My mom has a tabletop um, quilting frame. I, th- I think I'm going to ask her to find it and bring it to mm-hmm. me. Um, But my grandma had a quilting frame in the ceiling that she would roll down to quilt with. It was in the um, uh, in the living room, and you could put uh, ten chairs around it when it was um, when it when it when it when it had a full quilt in it. Uh, and I would lay under that quilting frame while my aunts would quilt, and sometimes I would nap. Huh. Under the quilting frame. Now, the the most interesting part about this is they would often forget I was there. So I would hear things I should not <laughs> hear. I know so many family secrets because I would nap under their quilting frame. <laughs> Fortunately, as a small child, I didn't snore. <laughs> yeah. For instance, I knew my cousin's daddy wasn't her real daddy when I was eight. She didn't find out that she was 20. <laughs> oh, my! <laughs> Not good. No, that that sounds um, remarkably interesting. You know, I'm watching a video, admittedly with no sound, 
with Jason Mama drinking. He's drinking a beer and he's throwing an axe. I think that's not something you should mix together. Shoot guns, drink. I'm pretty no. sure you really no shouldn't drink. No, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just not a good idea. Uh, yeah. uh, Melody asked, wasn't it a coffee? No, it was a beer. It looked like it was good beer, seen, but it was beer. Ha- have I seen the movie How to Break an American Quilt? No, I have not. I remember I remember it advertising a long time ago. I just I don't think I ever watched it. My aunt sent out a notification to all of us um ladies in the family that she was um about a month from putting a Dutch doll in the quilting frame and we are expected to show up. And she gave us dates and times. And then at the very end of this really this really long email, she said, and of course, if I must, I will supply snacks. <laughs> oh my bitch, you better wow. supply snacks. If you must. <laughs> I responded Dude, back. I expect everybody. I hit, I hit reply all and said, yes, you must, must supply snacks. And then like all the rest of them did too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Because her Dutch doll quilts, she she um, she um cross-stitches the Dutch doll. Then she puts the Dutch doll on a, um, on a, um, a square, right? And then she puts the squares together, and then you have to put the quilts in the frame, and then you have to quilt around the uh, the outline of the Dutch doll and her hat. And her shoes and her hands, you know, to um to um to give it stability, uh, and then um you have to uh. And I'm not sure she put an apron on these dust dolls or not, but if there's an apron, you have to do the apron. So it can take anywhere from an hour, an hour and a half to do one little Dutch doll, and she's got a hundred of them. Oh. This is for a California that king. Sounds... Oh God! Now the good part is um, that there are only five of us on this project, and the quilt is selling for fourteen hundred dollars. Cool commission. Um, my aunt will get a bigger share because she's done more work. She, you know, she, I, I'm, she's done the cross stitch and everything. But um, mm-hmm. let's see. Wait, I can't add. <laughs> let's see, divided by. I'll get $225 from my part. Not bad. No, not bad at all. It'll be, um, I'll probably put in, uh, I have to do, 
see. There are 100 Dutch dolls, and it's divided by five. Ever how many that is? That's 20. I can't. It's 20. I have to 20. do 20. Okay. But those of us who are picked for this particular quilt, it's because we all quilt the same. My mom has a long stitch. So she's not part of this mm-hmm. quilting team because um, she uh, wouldn't match the rest of us. I have a tiny stitch. Um, so all the people who are participating in this particular quilt have a tiny stitch. Um, so that the quilting will match. Now, there are some quilting projects where you'd want to have a, a small stitch like mine and a long stitch like my mm-hmm. mom's. Like we did a um, we did a uh, God, what was it? It was a Texas Star, I think. And my mom went around and did the outline of all the stars with her long stitch, and then I came in behind mm-hmm. her and did the impart the inside parts of the stars with my tiny stitch. So it it looked really awesome. When you flipped it over, the back of it was almost prettier than the front. Cool. But there's actually a lot of work and time and effort and planning that goes into um, building a quilt uh, like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know $1,400 is a ridiculous amount of money when you think about it. But if you think about how many man hours have gone into this quilt already, um, I, mean, I think my, my aunt has probably spent close to 100 hours on it already. And that's before it went into the quilting hmm. frame. Because she did all that cross-stitching on the Dutch dolls. Yeah. Yeah, my um, my hand quilting is a machine stitch size, dark. So that's why, and all the ones you're participating on this particular project, we all have a stitch very similar to that. So that when you flip the quilts over, all the stitching will look practically the same. So it won't look like five different people quilted it. I'm sure there probably is a book quilt. I'm quilting for dummies. (laughs) Let me check Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can go over to Uh... Etsy. There is a book called Quilting for Dummies. I'm not kidding. Oh my God. Link. Here you go. Here's a link. Um, People on Etsy sell their sewing projects all the time. Um, they're knitting, they're um, their quilts. It's fun to know um, too, by the way. <laughs> Quilting for Dummies, is uh, you can find it at Barnes & Noble. Hey! I do recommend the class. Yes, Dark, that's absolutely true. Um, Melody, if you have a, um, a Joann's um, in your area, um, they might be mm-hmm. able to hook you up with a sewing class to teach you how to do it. Or if you have a, um, like, we have a historical museum, and they offer um, classes on doing things like making butter and quilting and um, all kinds of, like, frontier skills. So if you look around your area, you might be able to find some place that can teach you how to do this. Or if you have an elderly aunt in your family, Aunt, you know, your your grandma, your mom, your, your aunt. Uh, or, this is actually a resource that a lot of people overlook, 
if you go to um, your local uh, nursing home, you yeah, probably could talk to the staff about finding someone in their facility who might be interested in teaching you how to quilt, mm-hmm. who would love to spend time with someone um, and pass on a skill. So if um, if you have a nursing home in your area, uh, just you know, just go in and just talk to um, talk to um, the front desk and um, see if uh, they have any kind of programs like that. And if not, would they be interested in starting one? Or um, if they would ask around to see if there is anybody in the building who would like to teach you how to quilt or um, um, whatever other skill you might have on your mind that you want to learn about and not only would you be spending time with someone who doesn't often get visitors because a lot of people just are thrown into nursing homes and their families don't visit them so you would be um offering companionship to somebody who doesn't have um opportunities to socialize with people outside the facility um yeah um, as for the director of activities um and it would, you know, it would, it would, it would just be really great for everybody involved. You would learn a new skill. You would be mm-hmm. um, offering somebody companionship and giving them an opportunity to pass on a skill that is um, that that could become a lost art form. Yeah, and honestly, having having visited family members who are in there, they're bored. Yeah, and and if they don't have this kind of activity, talk to their director of activities, and maybe (laughs) they could um, figure something out and start these kinds of things um, in the facility. Uh, That would be really, you know, awesome. It'd be really awesome. Because my aunt, anybody will sit down for, and she's not in a nursing home yet. Um, I hope she doesn't. I really hope that we can keep her out of one if at all possible. Um, but she'll teach anybody that will sit still for it. So I know there are little old ladies in nursing homes all over America and abroad mm-hmm. who would be more than willing to, to, to order you around and, and, and teach you how to do the shit they do. My, my grandfather in the last home that he was in taught art. Okay. He taught painting, as a matter of fact, and the um, they're apparently pretty popular classes. So, you know, the the resources are there. You know, they'll the folks who are there will probably be very happy to teach. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there are so, also tutorials knows? on YouTube, but. Um, just speaking from experience, when it comes to something like quilting and, and that kind of craft work, having somebody with you hands-on showing you the techniques and the um, the stitches and just uh, giving you the gift of their experience is invaluable. It, it truly is. Um, my... Um, my sister is a crocheter, and I've I've never learned crochet, um, but um, she offered to teach me. I just I don't know about how, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, but my sister learned to crochet from our grandmother who um, in Canada. Uh, she learned over the summer when she was eight years old, and she came back. Um, she spent 
two months up there with her, and um, I didn't go that year. And um, she came back knowing how to crochet, and um, my mom bought her more crochet books. And she, you know, after she had the basic skills down, she learned a lots of different stitches and patterns on her own. And she's been crocheting for 25 years. Yeah, you will eventually need a sewing machine as part of your 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 journey in quilting, um, mostly because unless you're doing a quilt that has a very special hem, you're not going to finish your quilt with a machine. It'll give it a tighter um, hem around it, and it will make it more sturdy and um, ensure that it lasts a long time. And if you're doing a straight patchwork quilt, you can do all the patchwork creation. You can put the patches together on a machine, then put it in a frame and 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 do your quilting. Which I've also done, and we Some do people. that. What? Okay, I'm I'm going to be a complete heathen because I don't quilt. Haven't people done that with machines? You know, do all the the puffy fluffy stuff. With, with the machine? Um, you can, but it is really difficult um, to run a king-size quilt through a machine unless you're in, in an industry, like an, an, um, unless you have an industrial setup. It, that's just not. The thing is, is that quilting itself is um, the activity that you want to in, um, indulge in. Um, it it's kind of meditative. Uh, so if you want a product, by all means, by all means, use a machine. If you want an experience, get yourself a quilting frame. But really, okay. if you want a product, just, just take your butt to Walmart and buy you a blanket. <laughs> it would just be cheaper because quilting is not cheap. Um, and it would be cheaper to buy one if you're gonna, you know. But mm-hmm. when it when it comes to patchwork quilts, you can put the squares together on a machine, and it and it does make it easier. And then you put it into a quilting frame, and you quilt around each square. Um, and and we do that too, but those quilts don't cost as much. Um, we run oh. those quilts around four hundred dollars. Is that still too much money? <laughs> Well, no, it's it's not. I understand. I totally get why it is the, the cost of it is the way it is, and that actually doesn't bother me. It's I have two cats whose one of their favorite things to do ever is to sit there and knead on me when I'm under my covers, and I don't need. It's the thought of having somebody put in all that work and me using the the quilt as it's designed to be used, which is, you know, to be loved and, and snuggled under and everything, and then have my two little assholes sit there and play kneading games on it. And I just, no, um, I just twitched at that. I I can do the yarn knots on quilts. I just don't like to. It isn't my favorite. You mean the one where they have the, the, the tassel edge at the bottom? Yeah, no, I don't like tassels. I can do it. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like the idea now, of tassels either. we had one quilt 
it was oh it was so stunning none of us wanted to part with it it was a commission um it was solid white and my uh one of my cousins is an artist and she drew a scene in a um fabric pencil on the quilt and then we mm-hmm. quilted the scene and the entire quilt was white um, oh, wow. and it was uh two deer in um a um in a forest setting with trees and we did the whole thing in white with the white thread and everything and then my sister oh, wow. crocheted a uh a border around it wow um so there was the quilt itself and then there was a 3 inch border on all sides that was crocheted and it and, and that was done in white as well um and none of us wanted to part with that quilt. We put it through the washing machine in the gentle setting um, um, to get off the pencil. And when we pulled it out and put it mm-hmm. in, oh, we were like, no, we can't part with it. <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was so, so beautiful. Um, and, uh, uh, but it was a commission, so we had to part with it. But um, we um, also got $2,000 for that quilt, so. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, I know it's a lot of work, but did anybody, you know, try and make one of those for themselves? We do. Um, we did make several more, yeah, but not like that one because, um, uh, damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Stop licking. Stop. Stop. You cannot lick your junk while I'm on the radio. What? (laughs) Damn. It's so annoying. It is so annoying. There is nothing grosser than hearing your little dog. That wet sound. Now, I have to tell you that working on that white quilt wasn't unlike being going through a clean room process every time we went into the room. Because we Uh had to wash our hands all the way to the elbow. It was like it was it was like doing surgery. I don't doubt. Yeah. Wanting to make sure. I mean, because you definitely don't want the. we the also couldn't any, wear any um, certain clothes because of lint. Huh. Um, so we, um, after the first terrible lint experience, we started to dress completely in white. Oh, wow. Um, because okay. we had, um, because one of us had left lint on it um, from a black shirt. Oh. And then we had to pick it off with tweezers to keep from damaging the material. Oh. Because it might have lint on it now, but when we presented it, it was pristine. <laughs> oh, God. I think we I, couldn't I, eat I in don't the know same if I could have done that. It. We couldn't drink in the same room with it. Um, we didn't let my aunt, who smoked, anywhere near it, so she wasn't allowed to participate. Um, because we were afraid she would get nicotine stains on it. Oh... It was the yeah, Great Lint of... incident. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I 
But my aunt, who is the um, main quilter um, and the project leader for these things, um, she has a two-year waiting list. Wow. She's considered quite an artist in our area. I bet. (laughs) Lent, the next short prompt. (laughs) (laughs) I just bent all time about the great lady incident. Dark is a visual learner. I'm a visual learner too. Dark, I really suggest you call a local nursing home to see if they have any kind of activities like like I was talking about, and see if you can't get some um a resident who'd be interested in teaching you. I th- I think it would be really fun. Hmm. And it would feel great. I love going to the nursing home. Um, uh, I I braid hair. I paint fingernails. I don't do pedicures. I have a rule about that, um, which they all think is really funny. And um, I I watch movies. Except I don't go in December because I like to watch that fucking White Christmas. And more, and worse, worse. That terrible Jimmy Stewart movie. Ah, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I fucking hate that movie. And also that movie with the kid and the gun. I wish he had shot his eye all out. Oh. <laughs> so, speaking of that so I don't go over there in December. Um, I boycott during December and they all know it. I did go over um, before Thanksgiving and I painted some fingernails and... Um, I uh, braided um, some hair, and um, I uh, I <laughs> I this one lady. She she asked me to try to do cornrows, and I haven't done cornrows since um, college. Um, I accomplished it. She said, "I can't wait for my grandson to come over here and see it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's real oh. cute. She's real cute. Um, I, yes, it's a Christmas story. I hate a Christmas story. The only Christmas movies I like are Rudolph, which is terrible now that my nephew ruined it for me. Um, uh, Frosty the Snowman, A Year Without Santa, and um, Die Hard. I'm sorry. The only, yeah, the my my Christmas Hard, movie right absolutely. now is a weapon. <laughs> Die Hard is, is there, but Lethal Weapon is too. Um, I like the claymation ones too. I don't like the ones that are not claymation. Yeah, you know, they they need to stop messing with my Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh God! So my husband has my husband is diabetic, and he, like you, has been on insulin. But he's been on insulin a lot longer than you. I'm and, not on insulin. Um, Oh, you're not. You're on the 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 other thing. Okay. Well, yeah. he's on I'm insulin on and dieta. On insulin, we hope. Yeah. Well, he's he's on insulin and dieta, which is, um, which is helping him massively. But, um, he developed something called Charcot foot, which is basically where the bones in his in one of his feet are were collapsing in on themselves. So he got, um, 
one of those orthopedic boots that takes all the pressure off the foot and the ankle and the bones and everything and let it all heal up. Um, just to give you an idea of how irreverent my sister is, um, when we weren't too sure if my husband was going to heal, um, my sister looked at my husband and goes, okay, look, it's, it's, it's shitty that this happened and all, but I have a question to ask you in all seriousness, and I need to know. If you get your, your leg amputated, where would they amputate it to, and can I have it when they're done? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's terrible. That is so terrible. What was she going to do with it? And my husband's like, the fuck is wrong with you? It could potentially be up to the knee. And she looks at my mom and she goes, how hard would it be to, to, to preserve it and make a lamp out of it? Sure, it's going to be that goddamn leg lamp out of a Christmas story. Oh, God. Oh, my husband. She, she is fucking terrible, but hilarious, <laughs> but terrible. Well, <laughs> he's keeping his leg, totally keeping his leg. But the brace that he's got, now that we know that, you know, he's still going to keep that, my dad actually wants to take the, the um the thing he was wearing and actually get it tricked out and painted and made all, all sorts of interesting. We just have to make sure that my sister doesn't get hold of it because she'll make a lamp out of it. I think you guys should make a lamp out of it and give it to her. Well, honestly, um, the husband drew her for uh, the Christmas uh, gift exchange, and we honestly suggested that he go buy a leg lamp for her. Um, that he can't, he can't find a guy's leg to be, you know, the, the thing, all he can find is the leg lamp from a Christmas story. So, yeah. Yeah. Too bad. My family, we're twisted. Oh yeah. Oh, we are so twisted. Okay. Um, I think the only Christmas movie I honestly do like nowadays is Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Julie likes the ref. <laughs> you know, you should totally look at that, um um foot fetish sites. It can't just be all women's toes. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, let's see. My Google Foo is better than my husband. Um, ha! I found one. Granted, is it's it? Superman, but... And there's one with Batman... <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's it's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and copy and paste. Unless you think she's more of a Batman fan, because that's a Batman one too. Is it, is it included? Oh, it is. 
Here's the Batman. They also have a Wicked Witch one, which is really funny. She's wearing the ruby slipper. <laughs> okay. Well, this is going to go over interesting. Oh, oh, Jilly found something at Kmart. Oh, but it's a woman's leg. But it lights up. <laughs> the whole leg lights up. <laughs> oh, that's just great. <laughs> you know, we're a twisted bunch. Okay, he's going to get that. <laughs> Uh huh. Oh, my mom finally put her Christmas decorations back on her Christmas tree. For um, for those of you who are curious. <laughs> oh. Except for some crazy reason. She's left a skeleton on it from from, from Halloween. <laughs> hmm. And he's sitting up near the top with his hand right, right, right around the top. And now, because she's put her Christmas stuff on, it's like he's got his hand up the angel's dress. Okay. Said, That's just not right. <laughs> she said, I know, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mama. Uh, well, the skeleton's being naughty. I don't know if the angel is or not. She's not complaining. The worst part is, is that skeleton glows in the dark. So when you turn the lights out, so you can wa- watch the Christmas lights. Um, this the the skeleton's all lit up too because I'm um, because um, he glows in the dark. At least you can't hide from that shit. Uh, yeah, there's no, no because he still glows in the dark even when the lights aren't on. So you yeah you can't miss that tree. There he is hovering by himself. If you if you turn out all the lights, <laughs> all you see is a skeleton hovering in the air. Because that's not creepy. Uh... Yeah, that would be really creepy. <laughs> Dark found a mannequin leg <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hmm. We can make two two uh, lamps out of that thing. <laughs> oh. I don't think I'm going to include that. Look, if we can't help your husband troll your sister, then what Then what are we here for? <laughs> okay, fine. Hang on. Let me just... Um, husband. Okay. 
can go over to Michael's and find a. a, a Barbara found a vintage left leg. <laughs> that just proves so you can find anything on eBay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know, I think that one might actually work the best. (laughs) Yep, he's going to wake up tomorrow wondering what the fuck is wrong with us people. I know I'm going to get that. He knows. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he should at this point. He should already know what's wrong with all of us. (laughs) It should not be a surprise. (sighs) No, it really shouldn't. It would be a floor lamp. Yeah, after this one. <laughs> so yeah, I, I finished the North Star, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my uh, read through tomorrow, and then it'll be off to beta. Uh, so that's gonna be our my Christmas present to you guys. Um, the completed fic. It only took a year. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, things happen in the middle, you know, shit happens, life happens, so, you know, that's okay. Julie, I'm not giving that thing a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> it might need one. Then my sister can break up the nail polish and paint it toes. Oh. Um, just to give you an idea of, of sense of flair, my dad suggested that my, my husband go get that um, leg lamp from a Christmas carol or a Christmas story or whatever it is. And um, in the interest of making it more authentic for a male form, he offered all the hair on his leg to help decorate it. <laughs> you know. What you could do, yeah, is um, cut off a little bit of hair and paint the whole surface with glue, and then just throw it on. It would dry, and it would stick. Yeah, that's actually what my my um, dad was suggesting. (laughs) Yeah, Dark says they make silicone feet. On eBay as shoe models, but you know for what they're for, right? Oh, <laughs> we can get some from Azure's cousin. <laughs> I just like the same thing. <laughs> oh, he just likes shoes, not the feet themselves. Uh, yeah, I know, but still. Uh... <sighs> yeah. Yep, yep. I take it you had a, a uh, latte or something. Bowling with, or shoes. Tea or something? Yeah, he has a very specific fetish, bowling shoes. I'm out of tea. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, bowling Terrible. shoes. We only got two minutes left, so I'll maintain. Probably, okay. maybe. maybe. I am taking um, earlier... Um, Lady Holder had mentioned that um, I was um, taking a new drug. I am. It's called Victoza. Um 
it's for my insulin resistance, and it's supposed to kind of stave off me going full diabetic because I am currently and have been for 10 years pre-diabetic based on keeping my diet and my A1C low. Um, but my insulin resistance is, is increasing as, as I get older, so we're trying Victoza, mm-hmm. and it is an injection drug. Um, one interesting side effect of Victoza is that uh, in large doses – uh, which I'm not taking, it can cause uh, a great deal of weight loss. In small doses, like what I'm taking, like the maximum you can take for my condition, um, it it does encourage weight loss through the loss of appetite. And when you combine it with metformin, as I've been doing, I have absolutely no interest whatsoever in eating. I've lost pounds since I started taking it. Hmm. And I have to get food that I enjoy eating, like the taste of it, um, just a lot in order to eat. I have eaten two eggs, two pieces of sausage, and a biscuit today. I've had pizza sitting on my desk for an hour and a half, and I've not eaten it yet. I need to go heat it in the microwave, I guess. (laughs) I would expect. I'm not a cold pizza fan. 30 seconds. You guys have a great evening. We will see you tomorrow where we will be talking about um, external and internal motivations and how they impact your plot. So have a great evening. Say goodnight, Lady Holder. Good night. Have fun, everyone.